0: How do you know when a phone is actually off? How do you know when it's actually not spying on you? There are potential ways that you can hack a phone where it appears to be off, but it's not actually off. It's just pretending to be off. Whereas in fact, it's still listening in and doing all this stuff. Your phone is sitting there doing nothing, you think, but it's constantly shouting and saying, I'm here. Who is closest to me? The phone has the screen off. You don't know what it's connected to. You don't know how frequently it's doing it. And you don't even know it's happening because you can't see it. The device is talking all of the time. The question we have to ask is who is it talking to? There is an industry that is built on keeping this invisible. They can see everything about you. They can see everything about what your device is doing and they can do whatever they want with your device. Wherever you go, your phone goes. It knows what you bought. It knows who you talk to, it knows what you're interested in, and it's seen every photograph that you've had. The phone is really an extension of the self. It's a part of you. So my trust in technology is limited. You can't awaken someone who's pretending to be asleep. You got a smartphone, right? You you might be listening to this. You, You got a phone somewhere in the room. The phone is turned off, or at least the screen is turned off. It's sitting there. And if somebody sends you a message, the screen blinks to life. How does that happen? How is it that if someone from any corner of the Earth uh, dials a number, your phone rings and nobody else's rings? Every smartphone uh, is constantly connected to the nearest cellular tower. Every phone, even when the screen is off, you think it's doing nothing, you can't see it because radio frequency emissions are invisible, but it's constantly shouting and saying, I'm here. Who is closest to me? It's a cell phone tower. And every cell phone tower with its big ears Uh, is listening, and it compares notes with the other network towers, and your smartphone compares notes with them, to go, who do I hear the loudest? And who you hear the loudest is a proxy for closeness, distance. They go, whoever I hear more loudly than anybody else, that's close to me. So you're gonna be bound to this cell phone tower, and that cell phone tower is gonna make a note, a permanent record, saying, this phone handset, with this phone number, at this time, was connected to me. And based on your phone handset and your phone number, uh, they can get your identity. But what this means is that whenever you're carrying a phone, whenever the phone is turned on, Uh, there's a record of your presence at that place that is being made and created by companies. Now these things are stored. Now these things are saved. It doesn't matter whether you're doing anything wrong. It doesn't matter whether you're the most ordinary person uh, on earth because that's how bulk collection, which is the government's euphemism for mass surveillance, works. They simply collect it all in advance in hopes that one day it will become useful. The thing with shutting your phone off that is a risk is how do you know your phone's actually turned off? When I was in Geneva working for the CIA, we would all carry like drug dealer phones. The old smartphones, the, or sorry, old dumb phones, they're not smartphones. Uh, and the reason why was just because they had removable, the removable backs yeah. where you could take the battery out. And the, the one beautiful thing about technology is if there's no electricity in it, there's no battery connected to it. It's not sending anything because you have to get power from somewhere. You have to have power in order to do work. But now your phones are all sealed, right? You can't take the batteries out. So there are potential ways that you can hack a phone where it appears to be off, but it's not actually off. It's just pretending to be off. Whereas in fact, it's still listening in and doing all this stuff. I wrote a paper. On this specific problem, how do you know when a phone is actually off? How do you know when it's actually not spying on you? With a brilliant, brilliant guy named Andrew Bunny Huang called the Introspection Engine. But for average people, right, this is academic, that's not your primary threat. Your primary threats are these bulk collection programs. Your primary threat is the fact that your phone is constantly squawking to these cell phone towers, it's doing all of these things because we leave our phones in a state that is constantly on. You're constantly connected, but the whole idea is we need to identify the problem and the central problem with smartphone use today is you have no idea what the hell it's doing at any given time. Like the phone has the screen off. You don't know what it's connected to. You don't know how frequently it's doing it and you don't even know what's happening because you can't see. Right. And this is the problem with the data collection you use today is there is an industry that is built on keeping this invisible. They can see everything about you, they can see everything about what your device is doing, and they can do whatever they want with your device. I want you to think about the power of your phone. Think about all the different sensors that are on. It It has radios for cellular communication. It's got receivers for satellite communication, like GPS signals. Um, It knows the location where you are at any given time. Even if you turn location services off, as long as you connect to the phone network, and then seeing every photograph that you had. Uh, These are intensely private, intensely personal things. Um, And the thing is, our phones have become such a necessary part of our lives uh, for for everyone, not just communications. You want to get a job, you want to communicate with your family, um, again, you want to make a purchase. People increasingly use their phones to do that. So the phone is really an extension of the self. It's a part of you. And now there are private companies that have no business besides creating ways to hack into these phones. And then they sell these hacking methods to governments around the world, including some very bad uh, governments that we wouldn't agree with having these capabilities. What about enabling your microphone, camera? If you can do it, they can do it. Uh, It is trivial uh, to remotely turn on your microphone or to to activate your camera so long as you have systems-level access. If you had hacked someone's device remotely, anything they can do, you can do. The screen may be off as it's sitting on your desk, uh, but the device is talking all of the time. The question we have to ask is who is it talking to? Even if your phone is not hacked right now, You look at it, it's just sitting there on the charger. Uh, It is talking tens or hundreds or thousands of times a minute to any number of different companies uh, who have apps installed on your phone. Uh, It looks like it's off, it looks like it's just sitting there, but it is constantly chattering. And unfortunately, like pollution, uh, we have not created the tools that are necessary for ordinary people to be able to see this activity and it is the invisibility of it that makes it so popular and common uh, and attractive for these companies because if you do not realize they're collecting this data from you this very private and personal data um, there's no way you're going to object to it once your phone is hacked what is in their hands is not simply your device it is your future but we see how these same technologies are being applied to create what they call the social credit system. If any of your activities online, if your purchases, if your associations, if your friends are in any way different from what the government or the powers that be of the moment uh, would like them to be, uh, you're no longer able to purchase train tickets. You're no longer able to board an airplane. You may not be able to get a passport. You may not be eligible for a job. You might not be able to work for the government. Uh, All of these things are increasingly being created and programmed and decided by algorithms. And those algorithms are fueled by precisely the innocent data that our devices are creating all of the time, constantly, invisibly, quietly, right now. Our devices are casting all of these records uh, that we do not see being created, that in aggregate seem very innocent, You were at Starbucks at this time. Uh, You went to the hospital afterwards. You spent a long time at the hospital. After you left the hospital, you made a phone call. You made a phone call to your mother. You talked to her until the middle of the night. The hospital was an oncology clinic. Um, Even if you can't see the content of these communications, the activity records, what the government calls metadata, which they argue they do not need a warrant to collect, um tells the whole story and these activity records are being created and shared and collected and intercepted constantly by companies and governments uh, and ultimately it means uh, as they sell these as they trade these as they make their businesses on the backs of these records what they are selling uh, is not information what they are selling is us They're selling our future. They're selling our past. They are selling our history, our identity. And ultimately, they are stealing our power. What changed with technology is that surveillance could now become indiscriminate. It could become a dragnet. It could become bulk collection. Uh, The government did it. They used classification. Um, Companies did it. Uh, They intentionally didn't talk about it. They denied uh, these things were going. They they said, uh, You agreed to this. You clicked a button that said I agree because you were trying to open an account so you could talk to your friends. You were trying to get driving directions. You were trying to get an email account. You weren't trying to agree to some 600 page legal form uh, that even if you read, you wouldn't understand. And it doesn't matter even if you did understand because one of the very first paragraphs in it said, this agreement can be changed at any time unilaterally without your consent by the company. And so long as they do that, Companies are going to be extraordinarily powerful.